to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's episode, John and I are going to be talking about social awareness and kind of like social graces, just because lately I feel like it's become so obvious that there are just so many people who kind of don't cue into their surroundings and their social setting. So it was a topic that we kind of discussed and decided that maybe it was something that would be a good kind of topic discussion, something that maybe we could talk together and that it would be something that you guys would find interesting. So I am going to take a quick break and when I come back, I will be joined by John. Thank you again for all of you who have tuned in and subscribed and rated and reviewed. I really appreciate that. I will be right back. Hi, and welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen, and I am joined by my husband, John. Reporting from cold Wisconsin. (laughs) Oh, you are down, down, down. (laughs) I was in Cancun last week when I did this. Were you? I think I remember that. Yeah. I think I was there, too. (laughs) Then Then we had to jump out of a burning aircraft. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah. We could probably tell that story. You tell that story. You had to jump from further. <laughs> well, um, we had an awesome vacation. It was like, you know, paradise. no issues. Paradise. Yeah, it was total paradise, but we had no issues traveling there at all. No. And it was actually like super easy. We took our COVID test at the resort. Yep. Sent... You know, all of that in. Global entry. No issues whatsoever. We were so excited because it was our first time using global entry. And it took literally three minutes to get through customs. And other people? Like two hours. Yeah. It was ridiculous. If you are going any foreign travel in the upcoming months or year, I highly, highly encourage you to get your global entry card. Because immigration lines right now are absolutely insane. It was probably, we looked at that line and I said that is at least an hour and a half to two hours. I promise you this, when you get off a plane and come back into the United States from vacation and you see the line that you're going to sit in coming through immigration, your heart's going to drop. Customs. Customs. Until you have a global entry card and you walk right by the sea of people. (laughs) Yeah, it was Pretty awesome. And they look at you like you're, who the fuck are you? It's like, I'll tell you who the fuck I am. I got a good lunch <laughs> card. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I'm Well, originally, I don't know if we would have sat in that line, how we would have made our connection. However, what happened was that our connection was delayed in Chicago for about an hour and 40 minutes. 
and we got on that flight late and start to kind of taxi down the runway. No, we were on the runway. We Well, no, I'm saying we... It was kind of slow going. Oh, and then once we got to the runway, suddenly <laughs> there was some smoke in the cabin. And then the pilot came on and said, everyone needs to evacuate the aircraft immediately. Yeah. But hold up. We are on the runway already to starting to power up the aircraft to take the fuck off. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. And that's I was already watching a movie. As was I. <laughs> I was oblivious to what was going on. So then uh, he said that, and then the flight attendant stood up. She starts, like, yelling, saying, everyone, you know, evacuate immediately, open both doors, you know, leave your things if you have to, get off the plane immediately. Like, it was chaos. Yeah. So... I did not listen to that. I grabbed my bags because I was thinking, I there's no way I'm leaving this bag. I had my passport and like your passport in there. Well, that but your bag was under your seat. Right. I didn't have to like take it out. Or yeah, anything. you're not yeah. fucking with the overheads. No, right. no, 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 no. But I, I did, I did grab it. I know. And so then we went. We got to the front. And she directed you to the no, no. left. Remember that old slow lady got in front of me that just didn't know what to do. Well, she directed me to the right, which right. was the door that did not have any stairs on it. And the girl jumped in front of me and then she yelled back to me, be careful, it's much higher than you think it is. And I threw my bag out onto the ground and I jumped from that door to the ground. How far you think the jump it was? I mean, I'm thinking it was at least six feet. Six feet? Do you think it was more or Fuck less? No. It, I don't even think, I mean, that's six feet a haul. Okay, five maybe? I, I don't yeah. know. To me, I'm only five, five one. You're right. It may have felt like six. So feet. to me, it felt really far. Yeah. But all I was thinking was bend your knees. <laughs> Just bend your knees. Yeah, that's good advice. I did not fall though. No. I landed yeah. pretty well. But anyway, so the whole cabin filled with smoke. We all had to run. Far away from the plane, and we stood on the tarmac for about 45 minutes while many, many fire trucks and many, many ambulances showed up. And what were we, what was I wearing? You were wearing shorts and a t-shirt, shivering to death yes. in Chicago, the Windy City. Yep. And... In um, late October. It was freezing. They brought us blankets, and then they told us... Well, I got a text message while we were standing on the tarmac from United Airlines saying, we're going to be fixing your aircraft and you are going to be delayed. I said, fuck, you are. Yeah. I called my sister. She lovingly drove an hour and a half to Chicago and came and picked us up. Yep. Because I was not getting on another plane. Nope. So that's that. Everybody, yep. we're alive. We are alive. And all we said afterwards was, thank God that flight never took off. That's right. So. That's right. That's that story. We'd have been like a fucking flaming lawn dart. It was very exciting. Well, okay, if that's the word you choose to use. Well, did you not think that there was excitement involved there? No, I mean, not in a good way. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in a crazy way. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
So anyway. Social graces. Um, so we are talking about social awareness. Oh, social awareness. Yeah. Well, and social graces. Garth Brooks. But it, this all kind of stemmed from a few weeks ago when we were playing darts at a bar. Uh-huh. And there was a couple that asked if they could play next to us, which was kind of like, it was a little bit awkward. Well, the dark like boards right next to us. were very close together. Yeah. And they came in, they sat on the other side, they were going to play pool or something. And we were clearly playing darts, mm-hmm. and just interacting by ourselves, not minding any, not tending to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then all, so you're right, all of a sudden they came and wanted to play right fucking next to us. Like, literally... Two feet between us. Right. Keep going. Not even. So, and that would have been fine, except he was incredibly annoying. And the fact that we were that close together, it was like, I wasn't, you know, it's not like we were, you know, yelling, being stupid with each other just because they were right there. But he was being ridiculous yes very bodacious very like look at really confident look at me total look like at me. what do you got now and he's talking to his wife yeah you <laughs> yeah. know yeah he was like uh what did he say i don't know. like he, he said something like um i'm really feeling myself uh, yeah i'm really feeling <laughs> myself tonight janet sarah sarah i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we were like, and he got like, like two sixteen. Right, he hit a bullseye. He just yeah, just stumbled into a double sixteen. Like, I'm really feeling it tonight, Sarah. Yeah. But he was just very annoying, and then he actually like said something completely off color to you, coming from someone who's not a friend. Well, what what happened was he used the he dropped a couple of f bombs. Yes. And then you, he said, oh, I apologize. For my language. For my language. But mm-hmm. he didn't look too apologetic. <laughs> he looked at it as a way to strike up a conversation. Yeah. To interact with us. Which we were both like, we don't care. Right. And I don't know who you said or I said. That's all right. I did 30 years in the Corps. It's okay. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Don't worry about your, you know. Your language is, you know, you're not... Not a big deal. You're not that impressive because you didn't use the <laughs> F-bomb. We've heard it before. Right. Right. And then he came back and said he was in the army. Yes. Right. Yes. And then... <laughs> and then he said... And then he went big air. Yes, he did. He said, oh, as Marines, are you still able to color inside the lines? Yeah. Yeah. And by that time, his buddy had showed up. Yes, and his buddy, um, Judas him. His buddy looked like he wanted no part of this fucker. He, yeah, he looked. He looked away. He didn't. Right. <laughs> he looked like he was mortified. Clearly embarrassed. Because at first, I think you didn't really quite understand where he was going with it. Well, because, I know, but, but because of the fact that you didn't know the guy, so you wouldn't have expected him right out the gate. To make some kind of like off-color remark about your career for your entire life. Correct. <laughs> and especially in a way that was actually like calling you dumb. Right. So then I said, what did you say? <laughs> and and then, he repeated it. Yes, he did. He went, he went for it. He went for it again. <laughs> and then that's when I started sweating. 
<laughs> because I was looking at you thinking, this could end real badly. Correct. <laughs> so. But I think I handled it good. You were like, you don't know me well enough. Right. That's what you said. I said, you don't know me well enough to think that I can, that I think that's funny. Right. I'm not your friend. Yes. Right. <laughs> I said it calmly. Yes, you did. I was staying in control. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he went, oh, dude, I was just joking. Mm-hmm. Like that makes everything okay. Did you say your line about that? What? If it was joking, we'd both be laughing? Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. No, but his friend looked mortified. His friend looked mortified. He's more like, like, shut the fuck up. How often do you think that that guy's friend has to have that kind of reaction to the things that this guy says. <laughs> he looked like he had been around this guy long enough to like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Yeah. You know? Like, th- today is the last day we're meeting you in the afternoon yeah. for a game. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy hadn't even looked like he started drinking yet. Can you imagine that? No. In about three hours? No. Right. Well, he was very out there. Like, he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I know. Like, he, he, you could just tell he was, like, looking for some attention. Attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway. So that's how this whole thing started. Because right after that, right. we were talking about it. And we're like, why don't people ever read the room? Right. Like, why are there... Now, s- to finish this up, to finish this up, just so no one thinks I'm a fucking pussy here. Oh, would they? Well, hang on. I didn't let it go. I made sure, because he kept saying, I, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm sorry. No, yeah, he apologized multiple times. Right, but I was done for me at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then we left, and he was like, you guys don't have to go. We yeah. were like, no, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> now, back in my heyday, that would have ended different. Well. But I'm a little bit more mature. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more brittle. <laughs> right? I'm a little slower. So I gotta pick my battles here. Well, I'm gonna go on record saying you could take him. I could I could have probably taken him. <laughs> he was kind of a little guy. Well. But but oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot about Are you po- leaving? I forgot about a podcast. Are you leaving? I thought you know, I'm so used to doing this podcast because it's just like you and I having a conversation that I was gonna get up and freaking go over and look at look in the fridge, but I can't do that. I'm on a fucking podcast. I'm like, where are you going? Never mind, I'm back. Um, speaking of not reading the room. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um Okay, so but that's what we were kind of talking about is that some people, and it seems like it's so much more prevalent now that people just don't, they just don't get it. Like, they don't know how to act in social situations sometimes. They don't have situational awareness. They don't know how to read a room. They don't know how to read body language. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to read voice inflection. They don't know how to do it. Right. And it goes back to, and we brought this up on a couple of podcasts, even, I don't think a lot of guys even know how to approach a woman in a social setting like they want to ask them out. Right. They're socially fucking handicapped. Well, that goes back to, remember when um, when we were hanging out, actually we were, it was a different time that we were playing darts, and that guy was... Like, first he said something to me. Can I make an observation about you? 
And you were, you were like away from me. I don't remember. You were like on the other side of the bar or something. I don't remember this. He was sitting right next to me. What, what, I called him the cock blocker. Oh, (laughs) yes. Okay. Now I know. (laughs) Well, he said out of nowhere. Right. He just like, he sat down next to me and out of nowhere he said, can I make an observation about you? Right. And I was like, okay. And he said, with that big audacious ring and that purse you're carrying, you look like you're really needy. Holy shit. And then he proceeded to ask me if I wanted to play darts. And like, (laughs) it was clear that he was actually looking for a reason to talk to me. But he came out of the gate with like an Uh, actual insult. Yeah. And not a little insult. No, I said... What is wrong with you? Did you say that? Yeah. I was like, what is wrong with you? You don't even know me. Why would you say something like that? That's not a compliment. Wow. And he was like, no, I'm just saying like, you know, I see like what kind of, what kind of girl you are. Oh. And yeah, it was just like, he was putting his foot in his mouth over and over and over again. And then he said something about like, what food is good here? And I told him, you know, my parents used to own this place. You should get this. And then he said, is that what you're getting? And I said, no, we're going out to dinner. Oh, you're too good for this place. He said. And I was like, you just keep stepping in shit. Like, why are you talking to me like that? You don't even know me. I, I mean, and anyone who knows me knows I'm like not a snob. Of I'm course, not stuck no. up. No. And it was so, like, it bothered me so bad. I don't think you ever, maybe you did. No, I did. I told you about it. And then he also, he made, like, several comments to me like that. And then you said, it's like a kid in the fifth grade poking at a girl that he likes. You know? Because he also, he asked me if I would play darts with him. And I'm like, um, no, thanks. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but it's like that. Like, yeah. you know, it, if a guy doesn't know how to approach a girl, instead he, like, insult. comes out with an insult. Like, and, how, and how old do you think that guy was? Like, 45? Looked Had to be, at looked least. Looked 65? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, so that is a good lead-in to why we're doing this topic, is what the hell is going on in Shangri-La land <laughs> with social awareness? Yeah, I think people just don't know how to approach each other anymore. And, I mean, unfortunately, I think that maybe some, not that particular situation, but sometimes I think it's because you're so afraid of, like, offending people. That you offend people? That you offend people. Huh. I don't see the logic. Well, we've talked to some, like, younger guys who have said that they're not sure how to approach women anymore because of, like... You know, the whole Me Too thing and, you know, they don't want to come off too masculine and, like, you know, overbearing and, like, don't take this the wrong way. I, you know, is it okay if I say that you're beautiful? Is it okay? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, can you... I, I mean... Can you see that? I, I, I'll put some of the blame on paranoia of the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. You don't want to come off as like because too even now I have to really think about what I said something the other day at work mm. about sweating. What you know? I always say 
I was sweating like a certain ethnic protester. Oh. Ethnicity protester. Yes. Right? Yes. Rhymes with my knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Protesters. <laughs> yes. Okay. Not very PC. Well, no. Makes sense. Makes sense. Not very PC. Girl behind me. Oh, shit. She's of my knees descent. <laughs> okay? Okay. However, I caught myself immediately, mm. went back to my office, called back to the guy I was talking to, say, damage control. Mm. Did that offend the my knees girl? Okay. And he said no. Oh. Fortunately, I have very good rapport with the Mayanese girl because I compliment her a lot on her work performance. Oh, well, that's so, good. But the point is, I had to, I had to catch myself. So yeah, maybe it, I'll give some of the Me Too movement. Yeah. Right? Maybe you should stick with the whore in church. <coughs> Sweating like a whore in church. What about all the whores? <laughs> We're not all... worried about the whores? Yeah, the whores don't have feelings. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you better hope you don't have a horror listener here. <laughs> you're really hear some shit. All right. Wait, is it bad that I say that I smell like a man? <laughs> Are you offended by that? Hang on. I, maybe I could work myself into a lather if I think about it. <laughs> but no, no. But okay, yes. So I'll, I'll blame some of it on that, but I blame more of it on computers smartphones, social media, mm -hmm. and kids no longer going out, building forts, playing pickup basketball games, football games, and socializing with other kids at an early age. Absolutely. Right. I have that written down. You do? Yes. Right. And I think that the whole COVID situation has made that hundred times worse. Probably. Even for adults. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. So um part of my part of my research, I was just looking at how you know social awareness is really like recognizing situational demands and opportunities. Say that again. Social awareness is recognizing situational demands and opportunities. Okay. So in this particular social situation, you know, kind of recognizing what what is it demanding of me and what are my opportunities here. Right. So I guess if you're if you're working from ground zero and trying to figure out how to behave in a social situation and you're like, you know, unsure I guess that would be, you know, the kind of question to ask yourself. But I don't think you can learn social graces and social awareness from a book. Okay. Right? It has to be, just like I don't believe you can learn discipline or self-confidence from a book or from a college course. Okay. Right? You gain it from pure experience. Example. Let's take discipline, for example. What is discipline? Doing the things that you don't want to do even though you have to do them to, in layman's terms, right? Mm -hmm. For example, you tell a kid, go brush your teeth. 
every day. Go brush your teeth. Go brush your teeth. Go brush. I don't want to brush my teeth. Go brush your damn teeth, kid. Right. Right. Brush right. those dirty fangs. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. And as they grow up, all of a sudden, they brush their teeth on their own. Right. And later on in life, maybe before they go to bed, like mm, something doesn't feel right. Ah, I didn't brush my teeth because they had built that discipline. I got to brush my teeth. Got to brush my teeth. Right. But somebody instilled it in them. Right. Right? Yes. Okay. I believe social awareness and social graces are much the same. Mm-hmm. They must be taught and followed up on. Right. In order for them to take effect. I agree. That's my theory. Well, do you think, too, that there's been an effect of, you know, the way that people parent these days where they tell their kid that they're special and... What happened on the way to Cancun in line to go through immigration. What did Customs. we witness? You Customs. Keep immigration. Yeah. Um, you say what we. We witnessed. witnessed a couple in front of us, probably in their what? Early 30s? Mm-hmm. The oldest boy looked like he was about what? 10? The maybe youngest a little boy. Bit younger, like, okay, maybe yeah. nine. The youngest boy, probably about six. Mm hmm. Yep. These two kids. Double spawn. Double spawn. I mean, the, the parents had to have a hold of them all the time. Literally. Literally. They were kicking. They were, the other one was trying to freaking, the, the, the little one was just trying to fuck with his brothers over and over. Mm-hmm. He was throwing tantrums. Mm-hmm. They, they literally couldn't control them, and there was no effort. You could see these kids were completely... Ran the roost. The older one was using the sleeve of his sweatshirt to hit his mother. Correct. To hit his mother. Yeah. And it was okay. And the dad, come get back over here. Now you stop that. If that. If that. In fact, the one he was just giving him a hug. Like, come on there. Come <laughs> yeah. on there, champ. You're not going to swim later if you don't settle down. I didn't even hear that. I mean, I... I heard that once. You did? I heard it once, but I mean, can you imagine? Do you think that kid swam later? Oh, hell yes. (laughs) It it was the most ridiculous thing. And they were just in front of us, like... And and other other people were looking around like, is anyone fucking... Is this for real? Is there a camera watching this? I mean... We were making eye contact with people that were like, can you believe you're watching this? Yeah. Yeah. No control whatsoever. So, again, do I think those kids are going to grow up with social awareness and social grace? Fuck no. (laughs) Zero. And then on the way home, I'm like, please tell me that those kids are not our flight. No, but we did see the other two freaking spawns of hell. Yes, we did. That sat behind me and kicked my seat. Yeah, that was another situation. Oh, my God. Just nobody... Gives our kids discipline. Yeah. No one. If my kid was kicking the seat in front of me, I would like, stop kicking the seat. Oh, totally. Right? I will tie your feet together if I have to. That's right. I will stick that foot in your ass if you go. <laughs> <fucking>, yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I don't know. I've, well, you know, I've even told Holly. From the very beginning, like when she first had Addie, your life will be 100% easier if you discipline this kid. Correct. By not disciplining, 
that's when your life becomes hell. You're right. But if you lay the foundation where they, you don't even have to do half as much later, if they believe you that you will put a foot in their ass. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I never had to physically touch Michaela no. because she knew that I was serious. Uh, you know, and yeah. I'm sure that your girls were the same, that like we would be at a store and I would give her a look and she'd start crying. Yeah. I would have made it very clear that we are now in Mexico and child protective fucking laws <laughs> are not in place in Mexico. <laughs> and it's fair game. Right. Yeah. You may not come home with me. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that just means more fun time for me. If I'm, I'm missing a kid. I'm, I think that yeah. those la- laws are actually in place at Disney, if I'm not mistaken. What? That the, those laws are not in place. Child at protective laws are not right. in place? Uh, that's what I heard. I heard that. So right. I think we might have to get that. Okay. Right. Um, well, I'll just say what, you know, has kind of been suggested that would be helpful to improve your social awareness. So number one would be listen more than talk, which I think, I mean, we've talked before about, you know, that's kind of like a rule of sales too, where let somebody talk to you, you know, and listen more than you're actually like spouting your own stuff. Right? I'm listening because I talk too much on your podcast, <laughs> so I want to shut up. No, you don't. Because <laughs> I want to have social graces. <laughs> you have social grace. You're no, I, I agree on that because that's why you have one mouth and two ears, so you can listen more. Oh, right? look at you. Huh? Look yeah. at that. Wow. But people have a tendency, to, and I will tell you, the people that are polite and courteous and listen and Actively listen, like not. I'm listening to you, but I'm on my phone, and I really don't give a shit what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I might give you a, a curse or a nod, you know. Mm-hmm. But people who like that you're listening, you're like, I'm actively listening, even though I don't care what you're saying. You're losing me, but I'm polite. Mm-hmm. That's social graces because I don't want to hurt your feelings as a person. Right. I don't want you to feel not important. I don't want you to feel. That what you're telling me, even though you're boring the shit out of me, <laughs> right? So I'm going to listen to your conversation, and then somehow I'm going to find a way to get the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I'm going to spill my drink or something. Well, there's those people, too, where it's like they just can't read, like, right. I'm trying to get away from you. That's social awareness. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if I'm boring somebody, and on occasion I'll bore somebody. <laughs> I'll, I'll, th- I'll tell a story that I think is interesting, uh-huh. and they don't. Okay. And I can immediately pick up that this isn't going well. This is not going well. So, so like, anyway, long story short, it fucking ended up where the guy said, "That's no dumb. That's my wife." Anyway, <laughs> all right, talk to you later. Right? Because I already lost the room. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I didn't say that about you though. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, and also using somebody's name—that's another thing. Like, yes. Because the the best word in the English... The most comforting word in the human language is your own name. Yes. Correct. So if you can learn someone's name and call them like even, even a stranger, mm-hmm. you know? I make a point to do that. Like if I have a new client, yes, I make a point when they're leaving to use their first name. Yes. Like 
Thank you so much, Joan. Yes. I, I like to use I like to use people's first name all the time. Mm-hmm. Or I like to use brother. Well, I like to call you names too, but it's usually not your first name because I don't think that's comforting to you. No. If I use your first name, you say, you think, what did I do wrong? Yeah, I, I look around. Like, <laughs> who else is here? If you say Jen, I think I'm in trouble. Well, I have to scream your name in a grocery store. I have no choice. Because <laughs> you can't find me. I can't say Honey. <laughs> and because you can't find me. Well, it, Either right. that or you have to go to the front and have them page me. <laughs> Please I, meet your party. I have done that. <laughs> if any of you have ever gone to freaking Woodman's grocery store you, and you're a guy, there's a good chance you're going to have to go to the service desk and have your wife fucking page <laughs> and tell them to meet you at the service desk because you won't find them. Right. Especially when your wife is 5'1". <laughs> and the cards are twice the size. Yeah. I got tired of looking for you. All you can see is my head. Yeah, I'm like, fuck this. I went to the service desk. I'm like, could you please page my wife and tell her I'm at the service desk and I can't <laughs> find her? And that's the last time I've been in Woodman's and I won't go oh, back. I told Michaela that story when I took her there. When she moved back into town, I'm like, this is a one-stop shop. If you can't find it here, it, they don't make it. That's true. Um, but I told her that story about getting paged. Yeah. I was like, what are the chances that I didn't know anyone in yeah, this Yeah, I was, I was 54 at the time. <laughs> and I had to page my wife. I, I was still laughing when I came up front to get I you. I know. I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a shit. Who was looking at me? All the other men, like, I just want the fuck out of here. <laughs> and she's got the keys. Otherwise, I'd be out of here. <laughs> Just yeah. give him a snack and a juice box. Don't care. And I'll be right off. <laughs> yep. Never going back. <laughs> give him his wooby. I hate shopping <laughs> anyway in a small grocery store. <laughs> I certainly am not going back to that fucking hellhole. Oh, so funny. Anyway. But you saw a friend there. But even Zinda freaking Judas me, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, ah, I <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're on your own. <laughs> That's right. I know my way around this place. I was like, because he could have gave me a ride home. Of course, he's also like seven feet tall, so you could find him easier than you could Yeah, find you can me. fucking spot Zenda from a long way away. Oh. All right. Okay, anyway. that was total tangent. Um, okay, so that was my second one, was use a first name. Um, the other one is listen to the other perspective with an open mind. Yeah. So... Don't disagree with that at all. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, that's always good if you can hear somebody else's point of view. Yes. And if nothing else, even if you don't agree with it, you could at least acknowledge it. You know, I see where you're coming from. I see why you have that opinion. Now, it, it, but, but I don't but share But this it. has turned into more communication skills. I mean, I thought social skills are the under the radar type of... Well, these are response. just different ways of like oh. how to improve your social awareness. Like okay. if you feel like you might suck at it. Okay. If you're listening to this and you're like, uh, that might be me. These are just little nuggets. Okay. You should also, I hope in there is being able to read body language. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch body language and facial expression. Right. But you can't just watch body. You have to understand body language. Mm-hmm. Right. What does this mean? When somebody... Crosses our arms in front of them. Right. Like, basically, I don't want to hear anything. More yeah, I'm closed say. off. Yeah. I don't, you know. I'm not interested. Right. But now, what does this mean? I'm open. Exactly. So, in order to watch body language, you got to understand body language. 
Yeah. So if you don't know body language, if somebody get is a like book. turned towards you when you're seated, yeah, there's a, or there's, leaned forward, there's a lot, or making eye contact, yeah, like they're interested, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're kind of looking at their watch or their phone or they're turned away, or the head tilt. Mm-hmm. Not good. <laughs> Not good. And you know who else does head tilts when they're confused? Animals. Animals. Like, what the Because <laughs> yeah. they don't speak English. That's right. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Pay attention to tone of voice. Yes. So you can kind of tell by a person's tone, like, where they're at. Correct. Now, I have some problems with that. Okay. Well, I mean, only because you tell me. Oh, your tone can be aggressive. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you've told me that, and other people have told me that. So, I make it a point now to explain. I'm going to tell you something, right? And I'm going to tell you in a very exciting fashion. <laughs> um, there's no anger. It's just how I talk. Uh-huh. I made a point of when I'm about to really get emotional talking about a subject that's passionate to me, mm-hmm. that I will tell them that. I'm a, I'll put it in a disclaimer. Okay. What you're about to witness is not anger. <laughs> it's just excitement and passion. Got it. Okay, with that said, I tell the story. I see. And I got that because you and a couple of my friends are like, yeah, you do kind of sound like you're always fucking pissed off. <laughs> right. So right. that was somebody telling you, telling me something, and I had to do some self Awareness. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, okay. It wouldn't, it'd be one thing if you told me that, but then two other three people agreed with you. I'm like, all right. Now it's a trend. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. I mean. There's growing. Yeah. Look okay. at you. Yep. Big boy. Mommy. Wow. Um, <laughs> I also was actually going to say like social awareness with your spouse, your friends, your kids, people who are like close to you. Yeah. I mean, because there are a lot of times when, you know, I might be putting something off to you, you know, like a certain feeling or whatever, where sometimes you'll say, you know, is something bothering you? Are you upset about something? Whatever. Well, that happens quite frequently. Yeah. Where I'll ask that question. Yeah. You seem like you're cross. (laughs) <laughs> is that what you say? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's the first I've heard that one. <laughs> um, I, everyone, just so you know. I watched Tombstone the other night. <laughs> and cross. So anyway. You could start talking like that. I might be using that. I might be bringing that one back. That's not so bad. It's not. No. No. I'm going to say that to you, too. You I've, seem cross. I've got a new word for, for shawl, too. Shawl? Yeah. You know, it's like, is it cold? You need a shawl. You do say that. I know. <laughs> I, I, and I'm like, a sweater or I'm a going scarf? stole now. Stole? Stole. Well, then it's got to be fur. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's what it is. It's fur. Stole has to be fur? Yeah. It's like a scarf, but it's fur. Oh, shell stick with shawl. I didn't know that. All right. <laughs> you do anyway. like using shawl, like I in do. the 50s. I do. Um, there was a point there. I was actually going to make a point. Uh, and now I can't remember. That's because of me. <laughs> uh, you were talking about uh, having some social awareness with your with your spouse. Yes. Um, when you're in a setting. Yes. 
Um, and it's still gone. Still, still lost it. Circle back. But even with your kids, like, um, you know, there are certain instances when maybe you want to give your kids advice that is maybe unsolicited and you kind of have to pick your timing on that, you know, uh, maybe giving them advice with their kids or their job or. Well, I think a lot of that, since you brought that up, has to start with parenting. When you see your kid maybe be mean, be rude, um, be in, interrupt somebody, mm-hmm. you're going to do a spot-on correction. And I know they're only five, but they have to know that, hey, we're adults are talking, okay? Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking before you, so wait your turn. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't interrupt. But what do a lot of parents do? We're having a conversation. The kid starts talking, right? And so they stop and listen to the kid. Right. So what did that just teach the kid? I'm the most fucking most important person on the planet. Even right. adults stop when I start talking. Yeah. So what happens is the kid grows up. Yeah, Boom. they think they're the most Situational important Situational awareness, social grace, lesson lost. That is the kid who was playing darts next to us. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're the most important person in the room. Yep. Yes. Absolutely, 100%. I don't want to say about me. <laughs> number one. But you're right. Yeah. It starts at a young age. But as they get older, too, being kind of aware of when you can insert yourselves in their lives, you know? Yeah. And give them advice or whatever that they will take... Uh, in a in a good way can you teach someone an adult who already has very poor social skills Mm -hmm. is it too late again my opinion is i don't think it's too late but you really need someone who is close to that person Mm -hmm. to have an intervention right otherwise it doesn't change well, and like you said, having more than one person say it, right. too. But if you don't say it, who will? Right. You know? So if you notice that, you know, one of your kids is really self-absorbed. Yeah. And that they never ask you questions about you. It's always about them. They only call you when... There's something that they want to talk about for themselves, not to find out if you're okay or whatever, what you've been up to. Right. If if you see that happening and you never say anything, then you're part of the problem too. Correct. So, but it's also like, do you notice that people around you kind of fade off? That maybe like you don't keep friends, that maybe, you know... Uh oh, you're gonna start sneezing. <laughs> that you know, other people are having reactions to you. <coughs> Bless you. So I had to work for that one. <laughs> that other people are having reactions to you that um, that are not positive. Like maybe you know, certain people aren't talking to you much anymore. Like you used to have a girlfriend who doesn't call anymore. Yeah, yeah, that should be a great indicator, you know? I mean, and that might be just one of many problems that you have, but I mean, there's so many little things that would fall under the umbrella of social awareness, mm-hmm. you know? So many things from your 
from your body language to your ability to read a room to your manners. I mean, all that falls under that. Mm-hmm. You know, your how loud you are in a room or how soft you are in a room. I mean, it all falls under that. Right. But you even said, like, at 55 years old, you know, aside from me, other people told you that you come off as angry and that you are taking it seriously and that you think about it, that, you know, you're yeah, I don't. I don't want to come off as angry because I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. But I can see how lots of voice inflection and, you know, excitement and passion and up and down and mm-hmm. body language and my hands all over the place. And volume. And volume, right. Mm-hmm. If someone just see me across the room, tell me, tell, see, tell a story, they're like, Jesus, what's wrong with that guy? Right. Well, you there's know? a lot of times I hear you on the phone upstairs and I think like, who's he yelling at? <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody fucked up. And then I realize like, you're actually talking about what you ate for lunch yesterday. <laughs> Sorry, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's not pissed at all. He's telling them about his chicken. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But, but, but so what it, my point was, so you can say something to an adult and maybe it co- would actually make a difference. Correct. Y- yes, you can. But somebody's got to be the one to say it, you know? Right. And you got to have thick enough skin to absorb it. Right. But I think that, you know, like if you were actually going to like end a friendship with someone over, you know, the fact that maybe let's use the same example where, you know, they're never asking me how I'm doing. I'm always the one who has to call them and, or they only call me when they need something from me. It, you have to be strong enough to be able to say something because either way you're going to lose the friendship. If they get pissed, you you lose it. Right. But you'd also lose it because you're like, I don't want to deal with this bullshit anymore. I'm an adult. Right. Yeah. I mean, you you certainly got to address tough topics. Like, look, I love you like a brother. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you something. You know, I don't want you pissed, but blah, 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 blah. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I, so maybe it can be changed, but really, it, you don't have to change it if you just teach your freaking kids this shit. Growing up. Right. Right? True. Manners. Mm-hmm. Kids, tell me that kids with good manners don't grow up with good social awareness. Right. Well, and it's pretty sad that, like, it's so unusual nowadays that when kids do have really great manners that it's so, it makes such an impression. It really does. And you know who I'm thinking of? Remember the kid when it was Veterans Day? And our neighbor's kid, the father said, Happy Veterans Day, John. And the kid said, Thank you for your service, sir. Yes. That was the cutest thing ever. I was like, that's something that kid actually thought to say. Right. Which means that that father was instilling that. Correct. In that kid. Yeah. No. No doubt. And it's impressive. Yeah. But how sad that it's so impressive. That it jumps off the page. Right. Yep. I mean, it would be nice if that was, you know, more. Correct. <laughs> more parents. How are we doing on time? Um, we're good. We're good. Yeah. I was actually just wrapping up now anyway. Yeah. So I think two really important elements for social awareness is just being able to listen and observe. You know, kind of taking your surroundings, listen to the people around you, take social cues. And 
act accordingly. Correct. And don't make stupid jokes to Marines who are twice your size. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who, who, who really doesn't... <laughs> Do not like your branch of service to begin with. So, yeah. <laughs> not that we have anything. Uh, no, it's the not best. Of course that. not. It's the best army in the world. But when you're a Marine, Army stands for ain't ready for Marines yet. I can't help it. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, I get Maybe he was just getting the jump on you before you laid in with may, your jokes. <laughs> maybe, maybe he saw something coming, but no. I didn't give a shit enough about his presence to, to banter with him about what branch True. he was in. You're like, right now, I just feel like I'm way too close to you. I think what happened is, I think he spotted you and thought, okay, this chick is super hot, <laughs> hotter than that guy, I'm hotter than my wife, I'm gonna make <laughs> some conversation with this girl and show her how cool I I'm serious when I tell you, I think that was his freaking Neanderthal strategy. Huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, no chance. Yeah, well, I know. No chance. Right. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Now, I very much appreciate it, and I'm going to give you a break now. I might be going on a hiatus. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be giving you a break now. So I'll, I'll say farewell to your listeners. And I do want to say to my listeners that I'm really, really considering going to one every two weeks. What? I know, but it's really, it's been difficult for me to come up with things and... Well, you know what that guess. is? The listeners haven't been doing their job. Well, they're not. Well... I well, mean, I, I hate to shame anyone. No. But... Yeah. I ask for topic ideas correct you just can't ask get, receive 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 listener you gotta <laughs> give back come on yeah yeah well, i think that's a wise decision so i you're up to like 130 episodes for piss sake i thought i thought you'd get to freaking 20 yeah and peter out <laughs> i mean three years later once a week it's been difficult so i know i mean let me know what you guys think shoot me uh DM or make a comment on Facebook and just either give me a list of potential topics and I'll keep rolling them out or let me know how you feel about one every two weeks. Right? Yeah, I, I think they can sit on the edge of their seat for two weeks and wait. <laughs> so, anyway. Right. So thank you very much, you guys. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review five stars is my favorite so thank you hope you guys have a great day bye bye